Did they sing that to the theme of the the song? Is that from the Lion King? The Hakuna Matata, Vagina Matata. <laughs> <laughs> Means no penis. <laughs> isn't that the line from the? Isn't that the line? Is like means it's no a, means no a, worries or something. It's a horror musical. <laughs> Episode 303. It's a palindrome. I mean, a podcast. <laughs> With a guy and a guy and a guy. And a guy 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 you want to go? And a guy. 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 A guy. Wait, wait, here we go. A guy. A guy. A guy. All right. Man. I'm Mike. I'm a guy. And here we are. Craig. Oh, my. And so can you. Jeez. That's a new twist on that. <laughs> so, yeah. You look so down, Craig. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm in a mood. Did let's, you not sleep well last night? Let's just do this. Well, if this doesn't cheer you up, I don't know what will. That's right. Because guess who you've got in the studio sitting next to you? <laughs> it's Ando! It is! Oh my gosh. You're back! I am. I am. And after last time that I was on, I know that there was some uh, speculation about whether that was going to be the last one I was in person because, you know, the whole moving thing. And, well, I mean, I'm still here. (laughs) You're just dragging out the pain. Yeah. Well, believe me, it's painful for me, too. But um, (laughs) (laughs) not being here with you guys, just not not being able to to move for a while. Thank you for pointing Um, that out. Basically, we just uh, – the the – it hasn't been in the cards yet. We've had some some stuff we've had to deal with, and it's still it's it's still kind of stretching out at this point. Um, I my hope was it was it was going to go to sp- uh, spring of 2019. I don't know exactly when in spring, but you know the way things are going now, it might stretch maybe a little longer. Not exactly sure. So you may get a, another one or two uh, live appearances from me, depending on how many you know how often I'm on before summer or whatever. Yay for us, yay and boo for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you don't want to move there to the Rockies well, in the winter. Part of the like, setback. Hey, let's it, move someplace where there's eight feet of snow. Well, that is part of why I want to go there in the first place. But, yeah, but you want to get settled in first. But the the part part <laughs> of the set, part sure. of the have the wanna, autumn run up. To yeah, everything. you, you want to have time to make your nest. Well, for what it's worth, <laughs> before part it gets of the, snowed in. Part of the setback is that we're probably not going to be going directly to Colorado now. Mm. We're probably going to have some sort of pit stop um, in more like uh, this is still up in the air. But we're talking maybe North Carolina for a little bit of time, and then um, from there to Colorado. Ando, so, okay, what, what? Just, can I make a point? What, that, that's in the opposite direction. I know. Well, okay. it's still north. It's north will get me cooler <laughs> climates. That's part of what I'm all that's about. That's true. That you d- you were complaining about. I, yeah, that's one of my Atlanta big complaints weather. about, about hot Atlanta weather. Man, yes. I ha- God, I hate that. <laughs> 
hate Sorry. Him. That word just as much as I you hate ha- the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask, do you hate it as, <laughs> as much as or more than? Almost as much as. Or okay. an equal amount. Uh, so uh, I'm still here for a bit, and, and we shall see. What's really weird is um, I, I'm, I, I know I was on, like, what, in October yeah, or something, I think something so. like that. So I, I, this event had already happened, but earlier this year my grandfather passed away. And, um, you know, long story, personal stuff, shenaniganry later, my parents ended up moving up into the house they inherited, which is in Blue Ridge. Um, which for people not in Georgia is North Georgia, almost uh, to Tennessee. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's 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 Demdar Mountain. Yeah, it is, and it's beautiful. I mean, I love that house. Um, and uh, since Katie May and I needed to move out of the apartment we were living in, and Mom and Dad, this was kind of a spontaneous ish decision, and they still had all of their stuff down, and all of my grandparents' stuff was still in that house. What we've done is they went ahead and moved, and Katie May and I have moved back into the house that. I used to live in with mom and dad for 13 years before I moved out for 10 years. Um, so now I'm once again living in that house. And it's really <laughs> weird because it's the same house I spent 13 years in for, but, except now it's really different because it's not. You know, they changed things up. Sure. And they're not there. Yeah. And and now I, we're sleeping in what was my parents' bedroom, and now it's my bedroom. No, you're supposed to just board that room up. Didn't you, <laughs> didn't you learn anything from Jim and Pam in the office? <laughs> I don't watch The Office. I hate Steve Carell. Jim, Jim bought his uh, his parents' house for for him and Pam to move into, and uh, they agreed to just board up his parents' bedroom and and sleep sleep in the guest room. <laughs> well, considering that part of the part of the issue there is when you're trying to condense three households worth of belongings into two households, that's part of the problem. But you had already condensed one step, hadn't you? Well, sort of, except that, and you know, we had our stuff in our apartment, but also had stuff in a storage room at the oh. escapery. So now all of that, since we no longer work at the escapery, has all gone, you know, and got squished down trying to coexist our stuff with mom and dad's. And now we're trying to trickle mom and dad's stuff up to Blue Ridge as they're getting rid of stuff they aren't keeping from my grandparents so it's just constantly moving boxes and furniture and things and well and just it's 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 everything's in flux it's weird and it's weird yeah so anyway well at least you're not all four adults crammed in one house yeah yeah that would be even well four adults and five cats because we have (laughs) two and mom and dad have three so Yeah, I I think their cats might be okay with it. I don't think our cats would be. No. <laughs> Jack and Leroy are kind of they, they 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 like just each other usually. Wait, those are your cats? Yes, my cats' names are Jack Bauer and Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins? Yes. Okay, we've covered that yes, before. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. My parents have three cats, and one of them's name is Leroy. Also. <laughs> But not after Jenkins. Not after okay, Jenkins. Well. No, not. The, I don't think my dad no understands. My that. parents had a cat that was named Leroy. <laughs> after but- Leroy Butler from yeah, the no, Green Bay Packers. No, he didn't have a cat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to be part of something. Was he the the guy that that started the Lambo leap? He was. Yeah. After a uh, interception return for a touchdown, he jumped into the stands, and that's spontaneously that's where that began. And now they all do it. Mm-hmm. In, on every team in every stadium. 
Yeah, it's great. They honor us by doing the Lambo leap. It's in, wonderful. In, in all of their other stadiums. Yeah, they yeah. all they all Lambo leap it. If the I was Cro- if Crowley I was a, Lambo is in if I was sport, 30, if, 32 stadiums across <laughs> the country. If I was a sports commentator and that like, one in London calling a game at somebody else's stadium with two other teams and one of them jumped one of the players jumped into the stands I'd say, "Hey, look at that Lambo leap." <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. Get your own celebration. <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your team's winning season. And we will as wait l- until next year. As long as they're not the stupid dirty bird. Good God, I'm oh, glad that died. To, At least I hope bird. it died. I mean, I haven't watched football in years, so I'm guessing it died. The dirty bird? Mm-hmm. You, the Falcons thing. I was about to say, if you no, don't I know even recognize what it is. They, they all, what, they all got it together is. in the end zone, all the receivers well, it was and this really and they would Well, because they would do like pulling together. wings down and then they'd flap around, you know? But that's... Yes. It is stupid. It's one of the worst. They would have gotten rid of it because it became illegal to do stuff like that, but now it's legal to do stuff like that again, so it might be back. Like the icky shuffle. Anyway, uh, um, look it up, kids. <laughs> that's an, I know that's what a it deep is because of my parents. <laughs> that's a really deep poll. Uh, da, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's, What's news? news, Mike? Oh, okay. Um, oh, update news? Oh, shoot. I lost my place. Uh, we, were, we were looking at other things in other places of the notebook. Um, the handy dandy mm-hmm. notebook, the handy dandy notebook. So, uh, la- uh, wasn't last week or the week before? I can't remember. Um, Craig, you talked about uh, Jason Momoa doing the haka. the 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 Maori haka dance. Yes, and you you I asked you if he was Maori, and you said he was. He is not. I thought he was. I am. no. He is half Hawaiian. Okay, and half white. His okay. father's and so, Hawaiian, and, all and he was born in Hawaii. <laughs> so he's, I mean, he's technically Pacific Island Hawaiian yeah. by state birth. Sure, um, like you and I are Wisconsin, Wisconsinite by state right, birth. Right, but he's not a white guy. He's, he's a, half he's a, ha- island, half a Pacific Islander. Yeah, Islander but the whole person. thing about the haka dance is it originated with the Maori in New Zealand, and then it spread throughout okay. Polynesian culture through all the islands. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's why they they all do it. Gotcha. I think that's. The technical word for you know the that kind of dance that they do in Hawaii. And for those who could not who are not here in the studio did not see Mike's awesome little representation of the dance. It's, it's it was the con- worst it, haka dance ever. It was like it, this is like the Caddyshack Gopher version of the haka dance kind right of. here. You also look like Toonsis the driving cat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> see, I was gonna say you look more like Snoop Dogg trying to end one of the you know. <laughs> Except the two fists are moving at the wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's snoop, why it looks like. Snoop, that's why it looks like Toonses. Have to move up and down at the same so, time. So that's why that, it looks like Toonses because it looks like I'm, dri- oh, I'm driving a giant tunses. steering wheel. Look it up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same footage mm-hmm. of that car. Yeah, the exact same footage of the car going over the cliff and exploding. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for uh, correcting me on Jason. Yes. Jason Maori's Momoa heritage or lack thereof. I didn't know if I didn't know if that <laughs> was a Momoa's if that was a mistake or if that was just one of Craig's. I just somehow lies, I had lies, 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 I love that song. Me too. Um, From three, a, a great album. Yes. What um, else is news? Uh, <laughs> it, was announced a, it was announced a little while back, but that was, uh, that was, that was the final time. Yeah. In case you didn't recognize, you re- I, I didn't. You know, oh, okay. you know the Geek and Sundry, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yep. And you know about Critical Role. I heard of it, yeah. The uh, 
the Twitch show that uh, Matthew Mercer and a bunch of other voice actors and occasional special guests do. And they play D&D and they do voices and it's all very popular. Um, Deborah Ann Wall, do you know who that is? I, I know of her, yeah. Um, actress, she was uh, she was on True Blood. She's mm-hmm. on um, Daredevil um, in the Daredevil series. Um, she's going to be ho- she's been on a bunch of these shows, mm-hmm. um, guest starring and stuff. And she's mm-hmm. going to host a new one called Relics and R- what is it? Oh, where to go? Uh, Relics and Rarities. Um, because apparently, when it's D and D oriented, you just have to go full on alliterations and ampersands. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call my show: oh. alliterations and ampersands. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. And so it's going to be yeah, like a highly stylized game of D and D where she's you know running the game, and they're going to have like the they'll be really fancy sets and all these props and all this kind of stuff. It's going to be like super high production kind of quality stuff. Um, with uh, the regular guests, and I'm sure there'll be guest stars and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, they're going to try that out. That's going to be a thing. Um, I got to say, speaking as an indie designer, indie RPG guy, I love d and I enjoy mm-hmm. it. It was my first game that I ever, first RPG I ever played. I really do like it. Um, I'm getting a little sick of it. I'm, God, just, I'm sorry. I just am. I'm getting a little f***ing sick of D&D right now. Um, hey, everybody playing D&D out there. Mm-hmm. If you dig it, that's great. But remember, there are other games you can try out there, and you can try these other games over here, and when you get tired of those, then you can try these other games over here, and when you get tired of those, then you'll eventually find mine. Because <laughs> I'm about four tiers down. Dungeons & Dragons is just one of millions of role-playing <laughs> games you could potentially play. Why millions, limit yourself? Millions is about right with <laughs> Kickstarters <laughs> yeah. and PDF stuff. and yeah. well, and, But, but oh, man, it's just... It's like D&D, so much D&D. I get it, I get it. It's it's the gateway that is going to get people to my game, but at the same time, I'm really tired. It's like well, it's like the weed of RPGs. It kind of <laughs> is. Well, and, and you know... And you're like that super special, like, boutique uh, designer club, clubbing drug. Mm, I don't know about that. I think I'm like really poorly made black no. tar heroin no, no, no. you're you're that 99.9 percent pure blue meth that they they get out in new mexico sure. yes yes i see i see uh you know it's capers designed you, by heisenberg <laughs> craig heisenberg campbell i'm just gonna go walking around conventions now say my name you know that I'm, who's I'm that guy that keeps saying say am, my name? I am the one who GMs. I am the one who GMs. I've been trying to to get people that I know into other RPGs as well. I'm yeah. actually getting uh, gearing up to to start a new campaign myself, and um, I'm going to be uh, doing my first ever uh, run of Savage Worlds. Uh, fun. So fast, furious, and fun. Yeah, um, it'll be my first that's, ever GMing of that, but it's uh, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, I think. And what's e- even more fun is is uh, sort of what my gimmick is gonna be. Um, and I'm mostly saying this here because I don't think that my p- potential players are gonna hear it because I kind of want to keep this slightly secret from them for a bit. But um, my first ever D and D campaign that I ran um, was this crappy little third edition, you know, sh- not one shot, but it was only I don't know two three months long or something i called mage battle and 
what I'm doing with my first Savage Worlds game is I'm going to do another short one that I'm calling Mage Battle Reboot. And <laughs> what I'm doing is taking the many worlds approach. And basically, this is a parallel version of my same world, except that in this version, there was some kind of cataclysm in the water level rose. So it's like a, a Wind Waker version of my world where there's islands, but lots and lots of water. Um, and so like a lot of the same characters are going to kind of be there, but be slightly different because they're, you know, they're, they're a different parallel universe version of things. So what a great in joke for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that really. I mean, I mean, I made a little bit of a joke there, but it's like, yeah, you got to keep it well, entertaining and, Vin- and interesting. And well, like there ended up being like, well. I think that even grand- if they aren't the players that played the first, I mean, I have run game. five games in that same world. I just put, you know, hundreds of years in between each game, but in that same world in D and D I ran five different campaigns that spanned a couple thousand years of that world's history. So I can do the same thing here and they're different groups of people. I could end up with some of the same people who played in other campaigns and they can get some of the inside jokes so we'll see i just thought it was clever now you just slapped me down all right that's fine (laughs) although i will say i recently a little while back actually i ran a um a game of capers for a backer who had backed at one of the higher levels to get Mm -hmm. the game to sit down with i said played a game with them and and their friends and i had one of the people at the game say at the end when it was all done said I had more fun with this than I had more fun playing this than I did with any game of D and D I've ever played. <laughs> and I was like, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> that made me feel good. <laughs> it should. So what, uh, which RPG game is represented there on your uh, t-shirt? Um, these are just uh, monster dice from space. So I don't know. Space monsters, so not D and D. Yeah, well, it's all the different dice, so it could be a lot of different game systems that use all the dice, like D and D. I mean, even Savage Worlds uses all the polyhedra. But those are those are meant. No, I know that, but I'm talking about the characters that are growing out of the dice. They're not characters. They're just it's just a monster shirt. It's not for a game. Yeah, it's each each of the dice. Okay, everybody, we'll describe the shirt. But it's um, it's got it's all so of the all of the standard polyhedral dice, and they they each one is like they're flying through space. Surrounded by different colored flames, and they've got like one of them's got like crab claws coming out, and one of them's got bat wings, and one of them's got tentacles. Tentacles with an N. N-T. 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 Um, tentacles. Another one has like spider legs, and yeah, they're they're monster dice from space. Okay, I wasn't sure if those were supposed to be stars, and that was supposed to be them flying through space or not. They're flying through space. I like the one with the lobster claws, making me hungry. It's a D10 with lobster claws. I had some really good lobster appetizers, lobster and crab appetizers that were mm. spicy. The D8 a, has a scorpion tail. A party. I like the scorpion tail, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a scorpion tail. I could sting people I didn't like. Ooh, watch, the, watch, a, watch a movie called um, Bite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's on, I want to say it's Amazon. Okay. I, I, I still have that for another couple of weeks before I let my Prime lapse, because Prime sucks. Wow, you just don't watch any television anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the entirety of the Prime offerings. It all sucks. <laughs> Two-day delivery, my ass. Try one week. It's been... lost packages all the time. Wow, you have the worst luck. <clears throat> yep, um, I'm done. I'm over it. All right. Screw you, Amazon. Fine, watch Bite. And your your big bald-headed alien leader. <laughs> <laughs> um, But before you before you... Lose it. Watch bite. Okay, it's uh, Re- really quick. Cool. I'll, I'll it's go a right now. Movie about a Here, you finished the show I'm about a young. Woman. I believe I'm gonna go watch bite right Bye, now. Bye, Mike. It's about a young woman who uh, gets gets bitten by a by a bug. 
yeah. when things go poorly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spider-Man It's a horror I movie. Guess. Things go poorly. This yeah. isn't the one where the, it gets really where gross. The it woman, gets really gross. The, the woman <laughs> has teeth. No, 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 no. That's, no, that's the one. That that's movie's called, called Teeth. teeth. Oh, okay. I've seen. Okay. I've seen that where one. She has vagina dentata. I've seen that one. It actually is is pretty decent, to be quite honest about it. It's a well made movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a, incredibly disturbing. Do they it's sing, very disturbing. Do they like sing how that? Many, how so, many dicks get you know bitten off? Like <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple. Yes. Plur- how yeah, many dicks get bitten off? Plural, yeah. <laughs> yes, because yeah. because just one isn't enough. That's well, and, not that's and a, not. And of uh, course, disturbing. you've got the your your necessary scene where right after one dude's you know had had his you know manhood bitten off, you've got the 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 artful shot of from the floor where you see this lump fall down between the girl's feet, you plop. know, and it's like, oh well, I guess I know what that is, you know, yeah, it's a, chub. It's, it's a plop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of those. Uh... I want to talk horror movies here. I've been catching up on some stuff that I. <laughs> But we're, we've got other things to talk about. So, do they sing that to the theme of the the song? Is that from the Lion King? The Hakuna Matata, Vagina Matata <laughs> <laughs> means no penis. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the line from the? Isn't that the line? Is like means it's no a, means no a, worries or something? It's a horror musical. <laughs> Vagina, da, da, da. Yeah, sure. A, a meerkat and a, and, a, and a boar show up and start singing in the middle of the movie. Right after the Disney, I heard Disney's doing the live action version of that now. <laughs> on, uh, they're going to do a live version on on television, like they did with Greece. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I actually thought of a news item that I read. Although, for the record, oh. uh, uh, we've got Ando here. Ando's a musician. You could yes. go home and write that song. I could. <laughs> And bring it back here. I'm like, oh. not going to, but I could. <laughs> Here's Ando writing. You can go home and write it, and then and then go record it in studio, and you can talk about uh-huh. talk about that a little in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but no, you, no, yeah. you said you had a news item. Yeah, well, it's oh, what what you ruined my moment. I wanted like like my imagination just went. So here's what I'm seeing: <laughs> Ando in a room with his guitar, singing "Vagina Dentata," and Katie May walks past the door. <laughs> And then backs, backs up, up into the doorway again, looks in at you, that does the ultra, the ultra slow motion <laughs> yeah. double take, the, yeah. the eyebrow raise. What? And okay, so uh, what's what? What else is news? <laughs> um, so in the world of astronomy, um, I I read uh, that that astronomers have uh, have found a, a small another dwarf planet out past you know Pluto and stuff that's actually pink. Um. I, I don't remember what they said it's called, but it, it is a a pink dwarf planet, and and it, like literally, it looks pink. I, I just for some reason that really stuck out with me. Um, it is at one hundred and twenty astronomical there units you go. out. Is far out, way they far have, they have named it far out. They've named it. They've nicknamed it oh, far, far out. out. Yeah, oh. far out. You were trying to like. Is that a French name for? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's far no, out. it's far out. Far out, it's, it's, uh, but it's all one word. It's 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 labeled 2018 VG18 as yeah. an object in space. But uh, yep, you and just uh, you just uh, far out, man. You just uh, came in there and 
sat down all over my news item. <laughs> oh, you were going to do that one. That's okay. That's good. Oh, okay. Well, I actually was going to pick... The most distant Well, that's good. I can stop looking it up because Craig's going to have a link for me. Well, and and one of the other things that kind of... Uh, you know how you always piggyback off of one article and click to another, and there's another uh, also astronomically speaking and, and like objects way out there that we're starting to understand. There's, there is a so far undiscovered, but because of science and gravitational influences, they, they strongly, strongly believe there is another actual like planet, not a dwarf planet, but an actual, uh, uh, honest to goodness, ninth full size planet that's out no, that there. Would, you know, oh, that they mm-hmm. that they refer to currently you as mean, planet X. You mean another well, full no. size planet because the ninth planet is Pluto, damn it. <laughs> well, no, the one I read said yes. planet nine and not planet X because um and, and we're talking I think that they said it's fairly recently because it's like they've been oh, yeah, observing yeah, yeah. the expected planet that's called planet X. Planet nine. Right, because it's been, they've observed uh, it, Wait, gravitational it, it's, impacts it's, on some of the bodies way out there past Pluto that like it can't be they see described. Things. It can't be described by only the sun's gravitational pull. It has to be another planet out there that's so there's an actual a, planet. There's another actual planet way out there in outer space called yes. Planet Nine. Yes. It's Planet Nine from, from outer, outer space. space. Planet Nine yes. in outer space. Yes. 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 Is that why they're calling it Planet Nine or is that like a dig at Pluto? I, I think it's a dig at Pluto. They, That's ever the since, wrong way to go with that. Ever since people. scientists took the, took it down to Dwarf Planet, anything they can do to kick it down to the curb further, you know. Got to watch Rick and Morty. There's a whole episode <laughs> about Pluto being a planet. I know. I love that episode. <laughs> I love that one. Craig, Craig has convinced me to to try to introduce myself and mm-hmm. Allison, try to watch it together, because mm-hmm. that's guaranteed it will get watched then if we're both watching it. Right. Rick and Morty. And he probably during, told during you the same thing here. that most other people say, which is if you're a little bit turned off by the pilot, keep watching uh, or just skip the pilot and wait and come back to it and watch the pilot after you kind of get into it. Because what, the pilot what turns you off in the pilot. It's just it's a little bit rougher, a little bit like more gross in places. It's but, a little more gross. And Rick isn't likable yet. Right. But Rick the thing the, is, in the, Rick in the pilot <clears throat> is kind of a just a complete tool. Which is. one is Rick? The, the, Rick, the main character, the old scientist, Doc Morty, Brown Morty's the kid. Yeah. yeah, and but and the he, thing is, he becomes a little more relatable a couple episodes in. So he's, basically, he's really rough the first few. If you either like are like, ooh, I don't really like the pilot, you know, watch another couple, or just wait to watch the pilot and come back after you already kind of like the characters, and then it'll be fine. But they're 20, although, 20 minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, really although I'm gonna, although I'm gonna tell Mike this, you got to watch the pilot because mm-hmm. there's like an extended joke that has to do with putting things all the way up your butt. Oh yeah, Morty, I need you to put this all the way up your butt. Put it way up in there, all the way up. <laughs> oh man, Rick, I really don't want to do that. I'm sorry, Marty. There's only this is the only way we can deal with. It. We got like, you got to oh. put it all the way up your butt. All just shove it way up in there, <laughs> like all the way up to your shoulder, like that rebar. I can't Kinda. do it myself, Morty. I, I've done this too many times. You know, my anus, the anal cavity is just too, it's too loose. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I love Rick and Morty. But just the way I love the way he puts it when he yeah. when he first po- posits the idea to Morty, he does not pull any punches. He's yeah. like, "Got to put it all the I, way up your butt." Morty. I'm going to need way you to do me a there. real solid <laughs> like that. Oh, oh, oh! That's, that's a oh. Recent, oh. a recent yeah. episode. So no, uh, the Rick and Morty episode is much funnier. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a cartoon. That's not real life. Like this poor bastard. Well, plus we're not talking about a long bar. We're talking about two seeds. Very <laughs> large, seeds, long rusty but... bar. They're wide and spiny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Um, that's far out. Do we want to talk about far out? You've also anyone? got me. There's there's the ads stop, on the side. You've got boobs yeah. over there. See, everybody <laughs> notices the ads on the side. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you, <laughs> what do you expect? 
Anyway. <laughs> are we done with Far Out? I think we are. Okay. Is that it for news for you? I guess. Sorry. Because I, I, I wanted to close news out because that transitions well. Um, yeah, South African jazz artist Musa Manzini, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, has played his music all over the world, but one performance stands out, strumming his guitar while surgeons operated on his brain. There's a video of this, but it's not that fantastic. He's pretty much just like tuning. It sounds like he's tuning his guitar. He's looking. He's not playing like he's not playing like one song and he suddenly changes styles or tempos right right in the middle of the surgery. No. Uh, so they had him playing because they uh, do that sometimes with brain surgery where they have the person they have a local and they have the person who's supposed to talk. Well, that's the whole point because, in this. Right. So that they can observe if there's like something happens yeah, like yeah. they've they've done something wrong they yeah. can yeah during the the 6 hour surgery to remove a tumor Oof. um mm. allowed uh doctors in the South African city of Durban to observe which areas of his brain Manzini used to play music allowing them to preserve those areas and also restore some movement to his fingers which had been affected by the tumor Oh, so to make sure his livelihood, like his the, yeah. the thing he does to keep him, yeah, that's actually rolling. nice. Okay, that's very cool. nice. He's that's got cool, a man. he's got a great quote here. <laughs> I felt very awkward and uncomfortable being in between general anesthesia and awake and hearing the sounds of a blowtorch inside your brain. It's, Whoa, it's very difficult to concentrate. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> but it was success. Uh, he's um he's not paralyzed. He still has control of all of his parts, and he's in good spirits and recovering nicely. And uh, he intends to go back to performing on the stage once he's fully recovered. So good for him. That's great. Yeah, so that's, this, that's really nice. This is the uh, going to show us. Well, they're, I'm not going to oh. play the video because it's just him going okay, boom, 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 boom. But they have a video of it. <laughs> it's We're just not that exciting. A little link to that. <laughs> it's yeah. in the article. So it's wow, not him yeah. like you know doing like he's hanging from a scaffold and his whole body's moving, but his head head's just <laughs> held in a vice and they're working. He's, well, he's not even—he's he's not rocking even, out. And he's not even playing an actual song, which is he's doing, unfortunate. You know, he's doing Keith Moon guitar moves with this. Yeah, um, he's the, 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 he's uh, doing the windmill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, Keith Moon was the who's drummer. You're talking about Pete Townsend. I don't care. Whatever. I care. One of those fuckers. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, Craig know, I met, really don't no, care. No, I just I I, I goofed on the name. Yeah. I knew who you meant. Townsend, yeah. <laughs> well, I did too. But I'm Keith Moon did like big arm arm he, movements too. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <clears throat> and he was famous for doing all kinds of crazy things when not on stage. Yes, he was. <laughs> Can we look at your link? The link I sent you? You sent me another link? Yeah. Where, where, which, where to? To the Gmail account. Okay. Um, just a little setup for this. Um, we're a little bit past Christmas, so I kind of saved this so that I wouldn't ruin the watching of this movie for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you seen Home Alone? Yeah. We've all seen Home yeah. Alone, right? Yeah. I didn't want to ruin anybody's watching of Home Alone, but now I'm going to ruin it. Okay, because I would like to point out um, something that uh, it's it went a little bit viral. Um, and let's take a look at some of the pictures. They're a little bit small on the screen there, but hopefully you can see some of it. You can you can click on it; it'll take you to the, to the people's actual Twitter account, and you can blow that up if you want to. We can go back and forth between them, but um, it basically the, the the article here is about look at the McAllister house. The, the the interior and exterior, for that matter, of the McAllister house. You want to start in the exterior? Mm-hmm. Remove the, the well. It's not so much not so much the exterior, uh, exterior but we'll get to it. Um, remove in your mind. Just remove the Christmas decorations. The it's lights, a nice big house. The tinsel. Yeah. The anything uh, <clears throat> stockings, the tree, all that stuff. Remove the decorations and just look at the decor of the house. Okay. 
the exterior McAllister house is, it's not a red, red brick, but it's a kind of a brownish red brick and it's got a green shingle roof. Mm-hmm. Okay, scroll down. Let's look at the interior. And of course, green because it's red and green Christmas. It's mm-hmm. got a green uh, lawn. You get inside, there's red carpet, green carpet, green sofa, green curtains. Yeah. Okay. The same one. Oh, here we go. Whoa. Green paint on the walls. Dark green um, paint. A red red wall, uh, red wall covering, patterned wall green covering above a red, uh, like a deep red brown. Um, chair rail above a white wainscot. Red candles. Yep. Like green ficus tree. Green, like, yeah, green trees. There's green There's more walls. green paint. Red candles. More red candles. More red and the, green. Here comes the here, what the here, telephone. Green and red. Green oh, and red. The phone. <laughs> the green. A green phone. Yeah. Wallpaper that is a white background with a green and uh, red. Um, uh, uh, um, like plant motif. Yeah. It's like leaves and Stenciled. berries. Um, and then um, there's leaves and berries on the. Is it a headboard or something? Sure. No. Well, that and then, could be. And then she's holding the green phone, yeah. and she has red hair. Yes. And the hammer is coming. Well, oh, not quite to it. Um, of course, Kevin is wearing a red is wearing red jammies with a green bathrobe, and there's a red paint, red, red, red on painted the wall. wall, red paint on the wall, and there's red and green Christmas decorations on the ignore table. the decorations. Yes. Candle. Just look at the decor. Now in the kitchen, green, green oh tile God. on everything. Red and green pots and pans hanging from the ceiling. A red kind of tea kettle in the corner. Red, reddish brown. Reddish brown wood, wood cabinets. Reddish brown. This wood entire on the floor house is green and red. Is green and red. And they weren't even home on Christmas. In, in April, that house is green and red. Oh my! God. In August, that house is green and red. It's Christmas unless, all year round. Unless the McAllisters make so much money <laughs> that they can afford to have everything, re- the, all re- the interiors every redone. Every three months to the season. Yeah. So maybe if they ever did a Home Alone during Halloween, everything would be black and orange. And if they ever did a Home Alone during Independence Day, it would be red, white, would be and blue. red white, and blue. Oh my God. And, and in the spring, everything obviously, everything in is that pastels. House, everything in that house is red and green. Yeah. Man, they really they, like okay. And so took, how are and we going to? It gonna... took until now for the internet to notice. It's like, so we're going to decorate up this house. What are we doing? Red and green. It's, well, it's Christmas a, it's time. It's a Christmas movie. The production designer comes up and says, "Okay, how are we doing this?" And well, Red it's and green. Movie. So we want to feature uh, Christmas colors prominently. Yeah, it's everything's red and green. Man, that's speaking insane. Of, um, Who decorates their house like that? I don't know. Speaking of the 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 Home Alone house, where that uh, that guy that built that revenge package mm-hmm. for his porch pirates. He mm-hmm. had it addressed from was it from Kevin to to, to the, Harry and Marv. Harry and Marv. Yeah. Um, there was... were apparently he had uh, he had enticed somebody to put either it was that same package or a, or a, or a replica package of that on at their house in a different location and uh, and paid them. He said, "I'll pay you if you recover it, so I can get the footage." Sure. And uh, so he had his that guy had his friends fake steal the package and go open it and and pretend to be, um, and that that was in the video, but not what we showed you. We showed you the one where he had found out about that and edited out the fake stuff. So the stuff that we showed you last week was actually the real stuff. Okay, that had already been fixed since then, and he had to post an apology and blah blah blah. <laughs> So yeah, you, you you should check that out on the links. Indeed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It had a glitter bomb and fart spray, and four cell phone cameras. I mean, I've heard of the cameras. thing, you know. Oh, okay, I, I heard of the 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 prank, you know, because anytime somebody glitter bombs a, a package thief, they're gonna they're gonna put that on. Somebody's gonna oh, post yeah. that on Facebook. So I've I've seen the fact of its existence, but I didn't know yeah. there was a there was a staged version too. 
well, it was unintentionally staged because he was he was paying people. He <laughs> paid somebody else to get to to recover the package, and so that person had it fake stolen so that he could guarantee to get it recovered and get the money from the guy. Uh, but the guy that built it is a NASA engineer. <laughs> well, then I guess you can't say that it's not rocket science then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Craig's just disapproving over there. I'm just writing, I'm just trying to write the vagina dentata song in my head here, oh, looking okay. at the Hakuna Matata lyrics. We're still on that on his because that's mind. the outro now. <laughs> it, it, it might be. Oh god. <laughs> if I knew if I knew the tune well enough, it, it would be, but probably not. Oh, what else we got? What do we want to talk about? Is that it for news? Sure. Ando. Yeah. What you been up to? Well, um, Last time I was in, I was talking about um, about leaving my employment at the escapery, and um, uh, now that we're uh, temporarily living in my my parents' uh, house, we have uh, without your parents though, right? Without my parents, but they are. Um, I mean, basically, until we help them get all of their all their stuff moved out and they sell it, we're living there pretty much. You know, only paying. Uh, our like insurance and phone bill. Like we're not having to yeah. pay any rent or utilities and stuff oh, like that's that because nice. they're awesome and nice people. And I love them very much. So are they both retired that they can move up? Well, to Blue Ridge dad, or dad? dad actually just retired. Oh, like he okay. just retired a couple weeks ago. Wow. Early. I mean, he just, this he's is... only, he just uh, turned 60 last or wait, no, <laughs> 59, 59. He just turned 59 last week. Wow. Good, well, not good last him. week from when this episode is <laughs> Whenever. <but> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is that he just retired and partially, largely due to having an inheritance now. Mm-hmm. So that's what enabled oh, him. And mom yeah. hasn't mm-hmm. worked in, in years. She hasn't really needed to work in years. So, Well, good for um, them. But anyway, the, the point is that because we've been doing – because we've been living with fewer expenses, um, uh, I have been temporarily uh, just – staying technically unemployed but focusing a lot more on all of those creative outlets that i have started to to to, to develop so um that had been neglected yeah all, that had been all, neglected all, for all a long time. time yeah um and i i remember you know the last couple of times we talked about you know, i had my name legally changed this year and right. i think that i mentioned that um i i have kind of developed a stage name and i it's not like i'm trying to hide my true you know my real name or whatever it's just that <laughs> I, it, it's a nice to have a stage name and i've had some compliments so i go by ando valentine as my stage name and or av as i like as i like to call you now it, as i decided just i about to say that's the first ago. time you said it but um <laughs> but yeah i've been i've been uh doing some more work on uh let's see i have uh yeah, earlier this year i took up oil painting in the bob rossian style um and i've done several of those at this point is that where you paint really slowly and you kind of whisper well actually he has to paint kind of fast because he only has 30 minutes in which to do it and he always talks about the mean producer that'll come out and yell at him if he doesn't get done in time so so you don't have to have a perm for that no no he did that just because it's easier on his hair he actually hated having a perm but anyway well there was we talked about that yeah he he did did it it for some reason for ease for ease so that he didn't have to take care of it it and then he got he did the show and And then he did the show and he he became famous and he had to keep doing it yeah and he didn't really like it but it kind of you know but anyway i've done several more of those um i've actually sold one of them but i have like um, at this point now maybe five or six more that are up available for for sale i have every intention of of you know someone wants one i can i can sell them um but yeah I've, i've done several of those um, and of course my music has been coming back into focus. I've played a couple of open mic nights, uh, at a place in Conyers, which is on the East side of Atlanta. If anyone yeah. doesn't know, 
Um, it's kind of a long trek for me, but it's worth it because it's a very uh, inviting atmosphere. Um, and in my second appearance there, I didn't know until after I played and sat down that in the audience was a guy who who uh, runs a, a basically professional recording studio in his house. And he talked to me um, after, after I played and, uh, I went out a few days ago, uh, as of this recording and spent like two hours, uh, in his studio, just sort of discussing things, played a couple of my songs for him just to kind of get a feel. And I pretty much have a standing invitation to record in his studio and they have a studio band I could hire as well so that I can actually have like full on professional recording engineering and a full band behind me. And all I really need is to just get up the money to pay for the, you know, the, the rental of the band and the time. Wow. So, It'll be pretty cool to be surrounded by people doing audio stuff that actually know what they're doing, right? As opposed to. I mean, I wasn't trying to, you know, not you guys. But, like, you know, he was showing me, like, I was in there for, you know, within the first 10 minutes, he was, you know, playing a, a bit of a track. He was in the middle of, you know, mastering. He was showing me all the waveforms and how he you was. You caught him in the middle everything. of master. What? No. He showed me his his engineering work uh, as part of showing what he does for the people that that record with him, um, and it's like I haven't even done that. All I do is pretty much just sync up the timing of my guitar and vocals and make sure that the that literally the volume you know is is right, and that's about all I do. But he really goes to he knows a lot more. He's been doing it for like thirty years. So basically, I've got a really great prospect here, and I'm very appreciative of it. And I, I just now it's a matter of uh, getting the money because <laughs> that's kind of the thing when you don't actually have a job like i don't right now that's kind of yeah, kind of hard to get that up there but to that end uh as a nice segue there um i have uh i have actually just as of a few days before recording so now hopefully it'll be pretty good by the time it airs i've opened up a patreon uh account for myself as well oh okay if you don't know what patreon is uh it's a lot of youtubers use it or artists or stuff like that and it's where you can go and support local indie people independent uh, artists or designers or content creators in general like i said a lot of youtubers and podcasts have patreon accounts and you can like pledge to to give them it'll it's a monthly uh payment that you give and it can be a you know one two dollars a month or you know there's tiers that can go up to you know 20 or depending on who it is that's doing i've seen some people have like 75 100 200 dollars a month depending on how much you want to support them and they've they've set up tiers so that no matter so, so that like how much you give them you get some perks back in exchange like sometimes it's early access to some of their material or exclusive things they only give to their patrons that get pledges a certain level sometimes you get like you know, autographed, you know, pictures or handwritten stuff or, you know, some people have oil a, paintings. Yeah. Some people have like a private <laughs> discord server and you can get access to that. Like there's all kinds of things like that. And so I have a Patreon now. So it's patreon.com slash Ando Valentine. So if anyone is interested in supporting me, I'd be incredibly appreciative. It will help me keep me help keep me stocked on some of my supplies and keep you moving forward in the studio. Yes. Yes. Hopefully. And then, of course, there's the the main thing that I that I, I wanted to lead up to that I know you've been waiting on the opportunity to to do this. But uh, as as another thing that I've of course done under the Ando Valentine umbrella, there is uh, of course the podcast that I've talked about on this show a few times, Shadows of a Dark Past, that is heavily uh, inspired by Dark Shadows, but is no longer in the Dark Shadows universe. 
Um, and so I've now got that fully cast for the first season. All of the voice actors are set, and we have uh, we have gotten together uh, a teaser where I took some lines and you know edited uh, put put them together, and then um, my in- sound engineer uh, team has has gotten it all edited and it's live. And so I would like to uh, to play that teaser here if you don't. Ooh. So this is your this is this is your first uh, first glimpse. I will say uh, the uh, the st- the, the, the graphic the, the freeze graphic mm-hmm. for the beginning of the video. it was really, really nice. good. Yeah, yeah. well, red that, moon clouds, that, shadows well, he, of a dark past, all sorts of gothic lettering. I mean, that's oh, actually the, aside from the coming soon right there. That actually is the header image that's on our Facebook page for the podcast. So if you haven't already liked it, that's what you, you know. That's what you'll see. So anyway. There you go. Pretty okay. sweet. I mean, it doesn't. I, there's no graphics. It's just a still frame. So sure. I, I have not watched this yet. All right, and Craig. Have you watched this? No. Okay. So it's really debuting for real. <laughs> yeah. My name is Mark McCain, and let's get one thing straight. I'm not crazy. You are a peculiar human, Mark McCain. Monsters are real, or at least vampires. I am the monster you feared. I found myself strangely curious about whether all vampires were inherently evil. Does it not bother you to learn what I have done? Why is this not fueling a desire to destroy me? I really do think I've learned a bit about vampires. Just never have managed to meet one. But I think that's about to change. Get away from me! Stand back! The point is, if he's only killing bad guys, maybe he's reasonable. So I'm going to find him, and I'm going to talk to him. I desperately need to unload this weight from my chest, but in truth, none save you could possibly hear what I wish to say. I'm scared that if I go looking for a monster... I live by drinking human blood can't see myself in a mirror. The mere sight, much less touch, of certain religious symbols causes me intense pain. And once the sun rises, I am literally dead until it sets. I might actually find one. What harm could I do just living here and minding my own business? You're an abomination. Coming soon, Shadows of a Dark Past, a gothic horror podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash SOADP podcast for updates and announcements, or visit us online at SOADP podcast.com. All right, there you have it. Was that burning skin sound effect? (laughs) Yeah, yes, it was. (laughs) I've got a good editing team. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. Fun. Um, now, uh, as a as an interesting little tidbit, this is for, exciting. <laughs> I'm glad you're. I'm glad you see that smile. Um, as an interesting tidbit for people who have you know who who've heard some of my past uh, from my past appearances, the guy who uh, the the main like every other line the the kind of mm-hmm. here with the radio, Mark McCain, the actor playing him the, uh, is uh, Carl Childers, who you who uh, you may recognize as uh, he was one of the main characters in the movie that I worked uh, on the sound for Atlanta Vampire movie. Um, so as a, as a nice little favor to me, he was willing to come on and, and do this, uh, do this voice for me. So he's going to be pretty much the main character of, of this podcast. 
So I've got, like I said, I've got the entire first season written out, and we're going to uh, let's see. By the time this episode airs, we should already have done the table read for the first season. <laughs> cool. Um, Look at and, you fancy doing table reads. Yeah, and you can and, have all the producers there to, to give notes. Well, I mean, make it, it is better. I'm pretty much the producer <laughs> myself. And, okay, well, that's and better. That's good. The sound I, engineering team will be there, so we'll be able to do stuff there. But um, you don't have a big not a no. production company with a bunch of a hole executives. Well, to do. no. <laughs> uh, 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 although, put a pin in that for a second. Um, so, Whoa. well, so. Uh, uh, so I've got all of the content for the first season written, and I mean, I mean, maybe some edits before we actually sit down and record. That can always happen, but sure. the, there's that. And as of the recording, I have sat down and really tried to think through where do I want the story to go? Because even though this is kind of, uh, you know, another version of a story I wrote a long time ago, since this is a whole new ball game, I really didn't want to be completely tied to that. And I know I can take it anywhere I want to go. And so I've been uh, working out like the, the overall plot arcs and just kind of the skeleton, not really doing content, but just figuring stuff out. And I now know the overall plot story where I want it to go from the second and third season. So I'm very ambitious. I know that, you know, it may kind of depend on how much support we get and how much interest there actually is. But I'm, you know, sort of hoping that it really will take off. And so I'm keeping on planning so i've got three i've got three seasons worth of material planned at least and i'm hoping to keep going as i you know until i figure out where i want it to end so um now to the to the pin there uh there is a there is a company here called the atlanta radio theater company uh or artsy as they uh call themselves very clever yeah yeah and uh <laughs> and i met the is there a companion group called fartsy <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. There needs to be now. <laughs> so I met. The I'll guy, be in charge of that. I'll, I met the guy who. I'll run, handle that. I met the guy who runs it at a convention a few years ago because he also was uh, was one of the early like uh, members of the Dragon Con production team and everything. But um, I, I met him through AndoCon at AnacraCon a few years ago. But we've just kind of kept on touch. We friended each other on Facebook. And when I started putting together this podcast, I reached out to him to say, "Hey, you know." any advice you can give to somebody who's trying to get into this. And we've met a couple of times and talked about it. And he's actually, uh, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to completely take him up on it for this, but he has kind of expressed interest in me becoming uh, partners with the artsy team on this and, uh, uh, and like even potentially making artsy productions. Now, like I said, I'm, thinking that because of the changes that might have to come to this specific story, if I did that, I'm not sure I'm going to do it for Shadows of a Dark Past, but one of the things I'm trying to do is continue my artistic endeavors, and that includes authoring. I mean, I can I can write plenty of things, so maybe I can write a new drama that would, would be a, an artsy production, which could end up on Audible for sale and could actually make some money. So. Hey! And that would be Cha-ching. actual pro- pro- professional, like, you know, actors. Actually, and one of the artsy actors uh, is one of my, uh, actually is one of the voices in Shadows of a Dark Past. Um, the voice of Holly Baumgartner. So anyway, that's... that's well, my... I'm glad that you're, uh, <laughs> that you're, you're, you're going after it, because uh, as, From... as Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So if you're going to... Yeah, and you're taking uh, several shots from <laughs> multiple angles here. I'm trying really hard. Yeah, I, you, you got to throw it out there. I want so badly to 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 finally get a little bit of recognition for some of the stuff that I do. You know, I've been I've been a singer songwriter since like 2002, and I've been an author since even earlier than that. And I've just never really 
done anything much with it and I've never really been recognized other than you know friends family maybe a local thing you know a local performance an open mic night here and there so it's just nice to hope that maybe something will come of it you know well, you're not wasting any time here. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Well, and I'll say this to you. I'll say this to you. This is something that uh, now in the new year I can look back on the whole thing and, and actually say this mm-hmm. with with certainty, um, um, and a little bit of a build up to it. Um, for those of you who have creative endeavors, things that you want to do, you got the podcast. You've got you know our podcast. You've got your um, the, the the shadows of a dark past and music and so forth. And anybody else, whatever you're doing, we've got people on the show that you know Dave designed games and got other people that do all this stuff um and if you're out there listening and you've got the thing that you want to try to do you know it might take a little while and um you know you have to define what success means to you um for nerdburger games i was like i considered it like when i when i had murders and acquisitions successfully fund and keep me in the black and not actually cost me money to make you know like put me in in debt over anything I consider that successful. And mm-hmm. the fact that I've had a couple more Kickstarters, that's success. And I've put the games in a bunch of people's hands, that's success. I've sold it at Gen Con, that's a success. But I will say this past year, um, for the first time in uh, since Nerdburger Games was created, since I started, even from like from the point where I started working on Murders and Acquisitions, last year, Nerdburger Games was significantly profitable. Not like, oh, I made uh, like a little bit of money that I could immediately pour back into the game or, or um, you know, just help me to go to a convention or something like that, but like four digits. Wow. Almost five digits. Like wow. significantly profitable. Now, that it helps that I had two successful Kickstarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, you know, a couple other things that finally kind of came to fruition. And like, you just, you got to plug away at it. And, it, you know, and like I said, it may take some time, but... You know, it's not going to happen if you don't at least try. Well, and you, and, you t- and put your heart into it. You touched on something really important too, which that that I have um, that I have kind of started to like. It's one of those things that you hear a lot, but sometimes you have to personally come into that knowledge to really get it deep down inside. And that is you, each individual person. You have to define what is success to you. Like the 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 quote unquote American dream these days is is money. It's all it really comes down to is having enough money so you can retire and live off of it and finally do what you want to do. Well, I, I don't buy into that. I, I think that for me, success um, in, in any given endeavor is, is like you said, w- what you want to get out of it. And like for me, for a good example that I've already set is for my musical career, my first like life dream and that I will feel like success is if I can have a physical like pre-burn, not like I just popped a CDR in my in my computer, but an actual pressed CD of my music professionally recorded with a band. And now that is within my grasp. Just the only obstacle is unfortunately money. But, you know, the, the point is that I, I now see my path to achieving that dream and that is going to be success. And for Shadows of a Dark Past, I think that actually uh, one of the things I'm planning on doing, um, and so it may, depending on uh, exactly when I get this taken care of, it may not be much longer after the episode airs, but I'm planning on doing a Kickstarter campaign to help fund the first year's worth of like hosting and stuff like that for the podcast. And I think my definition of success there will be to get, you know, at least say, a hundred subscribers and and i know that it that might be even lowballing it but you know let me give myself a little carry there to to go after so um so i'm hoping to get some subscribers on the podcast get some listeners maybe if the feedback from somebody that i didn't personally send to the podcast <laughs> sure and you know it, 
that'll that'll happen eventually too if you just yeah. keep at it and keep producing something that uh, that people are interested in it took me a long time to be like oh well, i've actually got twitter followers that i don't know yeah. <laughs> you know i got people that are like posting stuff about this or saying hey i ran your game blah 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 and it's not like friends of mine <laughs> or friends of friends um you know that that stuff comes about it, it happens yeah. it just you you know it's a question of how much effort you put into it well, and, and, I, and occasionally getting lucky helps. Yeah, but, yeah. But even without the luck thing, you know, um, you just put put the work in, put some put some time into it. Well, and, and Andocon already had some of that level of success. You know, Andocon had people that I didn't know, and like to me, the 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 at this day and age of social media, the 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 kind of point at which you can say that you really don't know someone is if you have no mutual friends on Facebook with them. <laughs> right. And I've had plenty of people now come to the very to the different years of Andocon who I have no idea who they are. They've never heard of me. They just, hey, there's a convention. I'm gonna go, you know? And that was always nice to see. Yeah. So when are you gonna learn to drum, Mike? You're gonna learn to hold the sticks properly. Um I need a few more lessons with Kurt. <laughs> Just get Kurt on. Listen, listen closely, Kurt. Does it sound better? Okay, Kurt, email us and let us know how that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What were you signaling there? I was... I oh. was... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my drum roll. I I, I kind of could tell. Keep going. They're they're supposed to be able to bounce. Yeah, on my on my thumbs or my fingers or something, and it's <laughs> still not happening. Yeah, it uh, it well, it, like it takes a little work. Mm-hmm. Got to spend no. some time on it. Kurt, well, since we're being funny now, Kurt, get get in touch with us. Talk to Mike. Get him get him drum rolling. My my you're, dream is Kurt, to. You're in you're on Christmas break. What the hell are you doing? Mm. No, we're back now, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we're uh, in the middle summer, of January. This summer, <laughs> this summer, come down here and instead of coming to visit me for for a for instead, a long weekend, instead of, instead of drive, stay, driving stay to Mike's. Iceland, instead of driving to Iceland or driving to Scotland no, or all those comes, road trips you do, you should you can me. drive here. It's much it's much shorter distance, and he you comes, don't have to drive under the <laughs> under the ocean. He comes to visit me, like, so next trips. next time he wants to come visit me, I'll say okay, but you have to spend you have to spend one night at Mike's house no. teaching him how to drum roll five minutes with Mike in person, so that <laughs> no, you're gonna take it's gonna take you more than five minutes to learn how to. We'll see. <laughs> I was gonna say my my dream is, is to Mike's like no 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 just like just have Kurt come over here show me how to do it and I'll be I'll be good to go. I want to hear Mike's dream. What's your okay. dream? My dream is to make enough money so that I can retire. And do nothing. My my dream is to do nothing. <laughs> because I feel like there needs to be some balance here in this room. There's just too too many things happening and being accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Need to weight the uh, the sloth into the scale, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You should liken me to a sloth because <laughs> that's what my family calls me all the time. If sloths had a spirit animal, they would be Mike. Ooh, I <laughs> so, like that. So do you? So wait, does that mean that you only poop like once every week? Is, and that, is that the most dangerous often? time for I you? I don't know. That yeah, the sloths only come down from their tree to poop like once a week, and it's like really dangerous for them because of how slow they move. Oh right, yeah, sure. So they come down, it's dangerous. They poop, and then they climb back up in the tree. And... No, I, I I take advantage of uh, the. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thousands of years that humans have spent perfecting the indoors. Mm. Um, I've made a career out of it. Get actually, on it, sloths. In, in, in related industries. Of course, if the uh, you know if the apocalypse comes tomorrow and everything gets blown up, I'm going to come over here to find my buddy Mike so that we can strike out and uh, make a new world. And he's going to be up in a tree. <laughs> he's going to be like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> you're going to have to you're going to have to wake me up. I'm going to be up in a tree sleeping, <laughs> hanging upside down, and then I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to rever- revert to my natural state. And I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go my wild state. I'm going to have to go hide behind a pile of rubble and wait a week for Mike to come down to poop. Feral Mike is a tree sloth. <laughs> and then I'll grab him when it's dangerous down on the ground, and we'll then we'll strike out into Usually the apocalyptic wilderness. Feral humans are kind of wild and you know, unpredictable. And uh This is this is a lot of jerky movements. <laughs> what does what does feral Mike sound like? <sighs> <sighs> That's what I sound like. <laughs> wow. Actually, that's not too far off of normal Mike living in the house. He's not lying. <laughs> no, he's sloth. That's the point. <laughs> Do we have anything else? Was there more Ando or was there more? Um, lies, 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 lies. I dig the evangelist. He tell me all about that and then he tell me all about this. He's preaching up a storm on the Sea of Galilee. Oh, there was the things with fun, the funny that we talked about before. Ellen. Before. Lies, 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 I thought on your last news when you said it was going to be a nice segue that it was going to be a thing. Okay. And then Craig had a home alone thing well it's because you were you you mentioned (laughs) south africa and that's what made me think of of before now what was the movie that we were talking about before we pressed oh yeah you want to talk about Uh, that a little bit space space mutiny (laughs) so this is in in reference to this is a movie that is on mst3k mystery science okay (laughs) three thousand and Go ahead. and, and uh, <laughs> I me me and one my, star on IMDb. <laughs> me and my family kind of have a, a a thing where we we've tried to figure out what are some movies that were that were misted that were made fun of that the actual core movie if it was redone with like a better director, better budget, better special effects, better actors, you know, basically a better version of the same movie would actually be enjoyable. And to me, my number one entry in that list is one called Space Mutiny from the late 1980s. 1988, right. South Africa. And, and also known as Mutiny in Space, <laughs> as, <laughs> as the uh, movie poster and would, the, would lead you to believe it is called. What is, what, is, what is, to me, striking about this is, you know, it's mentioned, it's made in South Africa. You can tell that the interior shots, because Space Mutiny, it's taking place in space on this great big colony ship. And The can, Southern Sun. Yes, you can yeah. clearly see the interior looks like a, Great big boiler room with lots of catwalks and and all kinds of stuff with lots of railing kills, of course, you know, people dying falling oh, yeah, over the sure, railing. Yeah. Um, but then all there's of, no OSHA in space. No, but then all of the um, all of the exterior shots of the Southern Sun and of course there's like enemy ships that that you know shoot at it and stuff. All every single exterior shot 
comes from the 1970s Battlestar Galactica TV show. In sh- Every sh- single including, one. According to this, including several shots of the Galactica itself shown in reverse. Well, the, yeah, the Southern Sun <laughs> so is... You can't read the, the name. Yeah, the Southern Sun itself, when they show it, is the, battle, is the Galactica with, you know, with footage reversed. It is wow. absolutely hilarious. Uh, it it's it's ugh. oh so it's the 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 back of the Galactica is the front of this ship yes okay. exactly <laughs> and and like and, and I that was fooled everybody and I was mentioning some of the some of the gaffes that you have in there are like there's one scene where where a character who is just kind of a minor bridge you know officer character gets killed spoiler alert um <laughs> and then like a scene and a half later yeah, spoiler alert it's bad it's a bad movie so and then like a scene and a half later there's a sweeping shot panning across the bridge as one of the characters walks by and he walks by the girl who just a scene and a half earlier got killed she's sitting there mm-hmm. on the bridge again i love the poster the tagline is there's nowhere to hide from the enemy within is there an enemy within well, because mutiny, they mean. Okay, I it, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and then and then there are clearly, clearly Cylon Raiders all over this poster. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the things that that is so <laughs> laughable about this is, you know, we're talking about the the the, the kind of the point is this is a colony ship. They're sure. supposed they're taking like people that are going to go and colonize a new planet for humans. Um, and so it's like it's a confined space. It's not like people are coming and going all the time. You're around the exact same people, and yet somehow they, the, the like the people in charge, do not realize that like their head of security and their chief engineer or whatever are you know the the leaders of this conspiracy to sabotage the ship. Like I, why why do you not know that these people that you're around every day are conspiring to overthrow you? And I, I just don't care. I November 1997 this was on MST3K I don't know I I don't think I saw this although I would have still been watching it at that point um let's see they talk about all the 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 railing kills, mm-hmm. which, railing in, kills which, right. which inspires Tom Servo to install railings all over the satellite of love. The, yes, that segment <laughs> is hilarious. And then one of the other hilarious mistings that is one of the reasons I love this one so much in, in MST3K form is the lead character is, of course, this, Dave Ryder. Yeah, Dave Ryder, the actor playing him. They got, you know, a big, like, you know, buff dude yes. with big muscles and stuff. And his acting ability is clearly not why he was cast yeah, here. Sure. Um, and, He's eye candy. Well, and and yeah, and so he does. He does like he delivers lines really awkwardly, and he'll sometimes he'll like ah, and he has this weird like girly scream. <laughs> but the thing is, because he just you know, runs around like an action star when he's not really that good an actor, but just buff. The the Mike and the bots make so much fun of him by calling out a bunch all of, of different, these names. different names, like like Big McLarge Huge, and you know <laughs> thick hey, you know thick the, McRunfast. They're all here. Gristle McThorn. You want to hear them? Gristle McThornbody. Yeah, I didn't gr- see that. Gristle in there. McThornbody. That's awesome. <laughs> it says sla- slab bulkhead, yes, bolt Vanderhuge, <laughs> hack blowfist, <laughs> fridge large meat, big McLarge <laughs> huge. That's the one I was getting at. Buff drink lots. Yes, buff drink and, lots. Uh, oh, stomp beef knob. <laughs> that, there's more than just there. Punt speed chunk. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was watching this movie, I literally sat with a piece of paper and a pencil and, and every wrote time and wrote them all down. <laughs> I have that list somewhere, but it is absolutely hilarious. So if you haven't yet seen this, ver- I think that the old, you know, classic MST3Ks are on Netflix, aren't they? And I think this was in the, the last season, you know, before it got canceled for 20 years or whatever, um, the 10th season. So I think 
Anyway, it's called Space Mutiny. It's awesome. Yeah, 90s, 97. That, yeah, that would be the 10th season, wouldn't it? I think so. <laughs> starring Reb Brown. Yeah, that's the guy. That's it's you starring may, is kind you, of <laughs> you may know me from my guest star my guest starring roles in The Rockford Files. <laughs> well, and, and one of the other Kojak, one chips. of the other great things that they love to Ooh, do is chips. the guy who plays Fantasy the, Island. He was on all the shows. The guy who plays the captain <laughs> of the Southern Sun is Three's this old guy who's kind of rotund and has like a white beard, and so of course they like to make fun of him being Santa, Santa Claus. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so you have you know, in things like little lines like, "Well, I don't know if this helps, but ho ho ho." <laughs> and his starring role as Yor, the hunter from the future. The character's name is Yor. Yor. Y O R. I think we're not talking about the captain of the Southern Sun here. We're talking about Red Brown, aren't we? Yeah, I think that's just, I just wanted to see, I, I, I like, I always like to go to see like, you know, like, like, oh, he was, you know, this character dude, you know, like some small role and some, I just don't see anything that I recognize. Okay. Have was, you ever, I was hoping to find something like that. Have you that. ever seen that really cheesy live action from the 19, I think late eighties, Dick Tracy? Um, the, the, wait, the, the movie? It, yeah. The movie Dick Tracy. It was with, like from the 19, yeah, 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 um, um, what's his name? The actor. Dick- <laughs> the Warren Beatty, the guy, one? yeah, 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 Warren Beatty. Okay, so in that movie, one Late of 80s, maybe early nineties, one of the there. Dick Tracy villains. I don't, I don't really know Dick Tracy, so I don't know the names of all these villains. But the one of the villains is supposed to be kind of a dude with like a, a bit of a big face. I yeah, don't... yeah, sure. So the actor who plays that big faced guy in Dick Tracy was in not one but two MST3K movies. Um, as like one of the villains, and one of them is one of is basically my number two pick on the. It could be remade into a genuinely good movie with better stuff, called Soul Taker. Soul Taker, which also if and in massive air quotes stars um, Joe Estevez. Joe Estevez. Yes. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Joe. One of the uh, one of the Sheens and the Estevez yeah. are the same family. Sure. Yeah. To, to quote to quote the. Uh... To quote another Mystery Science Theater movie, there's your loser actor bouquet. <laughs> well, even in Soul Taker, Merlin Olson. Even in Soul Taker, they say, "Well, can right. anything really star Joe Estevez? Isn't that kind of an oxymoron?" <laughs> so anyway, that one's that one's one where like the main, the lead actress wrote the script for herself to star in. Was that the brow? You see the one with the big face? Maybe it, it's what's Robert Zadar is the actor. Robert Z apostrophe D A R Zadar. Oh. Pfft. Not even seeing him in the top. Really, I thought he was in that movie. I thought he was in that movie. I guess I could be wrong. All that buildup would have been for nothing then. Don't worry about it. Martin Sheen's younger brother. Yeah, Joe Joseph Joe Estevez. But that's that's another one that, like, for the sake of how funny it is and how the the (laughs) core of the story is actually not that atrocious, that would also, I think, be could be remade into a genuinely good movie. Yeah, it's got good bones. Well, I mean, like, so, so generally speaking, what Soul Taker is, is these, 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 you know, teens get into a car accident and their souls are flung from their body. And so oh, no. there's because, this, because inertia. Yeah. Yeah. 
That um, happens all the time. So basically, the the concept here is that the, is that the angels of death that take the souls of people when it's their time to die, you know, are of course, you know, one of them is dispatched to to take the the souls of these kids who die. But since their souls are thrown from their body, they, their souls aren't in their bodies, and so these comatose bodies are wheeled off to the to the hospital. But the angels of death are like, well, we've got to actually go and find their souls and 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 take them because their time has come, and we must take them. But of course, Joe Estevez, who is kind of the the main angel of death here, um, and the 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 lead actress, who the you know the the lead character there, supposedly he's like she's reincarnation of his love that he killed way back before because he caught her cheating on him, and so he wants to take her back to become an angel of death with him instead of taking her soul away. And she, of course, doesn't want any of that. And there's this whole drama with her, you know, her boyfriend who's of a lower social class than she is, so her family disapproves of him. It's it's you know that kind of drama, but yeah. <laughs> That was the yeah the premiere tenth season premiere episode of MST3K. Oh, uh, was was Soul Taker. Soul Taker. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Anything? We're ready to rock and roll. We got to wrap her up pretty soon. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yep. That's that's about it. Is that gonna do it? Oh. <sighs> we have no Kevin question. That's okay. Oh. Sorry. Boo. We just don't have one. <laughs> and Kevin, get on it. <laughs> Hang on, Kevin. Question check. <laughs> Refresh. And no, Kevin. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Ando, thank you for joining us. As always, thanks for having sorry me. Sorry to disappoint you. Kevin's fault. Would I we, love being here. Would we all prefer to answer a Kevin question? I would. What about you, Ando? Yeah, totally. Craig, would you like to answer a Kevin question? No. Come on. Nah. Well, I'm, I'm good. Wow. But we got. I see eye in your little button over we, there. We, but what? Ando hasn't heard it yet. Fine, I would like to answer a Kevin question. As so well. we're all three in agreement. Yeah. So that passes the orange whip test. Oh, it's an orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips. <laughs> Ando, thank you. Where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, so as as stated earlier, <laughs> uh, my big thing I'm trying to push right now is my Patreon. So patreon.com slash Ando Valentine, all one word. Uh, you can uh, also find me facebook.com slash the amazing Ando for my for, for you know keeping up with stuff. And of course, Shadows of a Dark Past. So I've got soadppodcast.com and Facebook and facebook.com slash soadppodcast. So uh, any of that, and of course, if you want to email Ando me, Valentine's at all the things. Yeah, andovalentine at gmail.com, Twitter, andovalentine, all that stuff. Awesome. And you can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitter and the Facebooks. Email us at nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And uh, you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff or to drivethroughrpg.com to buy some of my games. Which you should do. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig convince Ando to change his name again. <laughs> this time to Far Out, because of how far he's from the studio he's going to be. Of course, if Ando becomes Far Out, we're going to have to convince Lisa to change her name to, like, Guest X, or Guest 9, or Guest 12, or something like that. Lisa 9 from Outer Space. There we go. <laughs> Lisa 9 from Outer California. James could be Planet X Beach. No, James is going to be like. <laughs> oh, he'd be he'd be fur- further Jupiter, in Jupiter, maybe Saturn, something like that. 
Well, he'd be... Uh, Kurt's going to be like... Just past Pluto Beach. Kurt's going to be Neptune. He's just, like the closest... He's the furthest away of the immediate circle, and then we all go all the way out to Colorado, and then all the way out to then California. Then all the way out to California. I just want to be Venus. That's all. You just want to be Venus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, you're, you're looking at me like you're expecting some other explanation. I mean, like, I just zone it out. Oh, you like Venus. That's all you're saying. <laughs> he just wants to be covered in clouds and like, really hot and gassy. <laughs> like I'm not already? I mean, you know, look at me. <laughs> I'm always warm and, and, and gassy. You're telling me I need to walk around with a dark cloud over my head or just any cloud? Okay, so it was just a joke to, so we could just, rhyme with penis. Is, okay. I'm going to go climb up in my tree now and go to sleep. <laughs> I was just going, trying to make a joke to rhyme with penis. All right, is, geez. Oh, this is, God. This is going nowhere once, fast. Once you a, have to explain the joke. penis joke. I get it. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Lowbrow humor. Well, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from the vagina. Da, da, da. There we go. I was all right, bad. bringing it back around. Okay, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> I love being on this show. <laughs> we love having you, Ando. Do you? Do you, Mike? We do. <laughs>